Welcome to this special bonus episode of the Passive House Podcast. I'm Zach Semke, Director of Passive House Accelerator, and we're pleased to be sharing a series of bonus episodes recorded at the International Passive House Conference 2023 in Wiesbaden, Germany. These interviews were made possible by support from Icon Windows and Doors, Inotech Windows and Doors, Intelligent Membranes, Minotaur, and Proclima. Please enjoy this bonus episode. Jens Luder Herms is the head of export, industrial customers, and product management at Proclima. He's technically based in Schwetzinger, although he's often not there because he's out on the road talking to uh, suppliers and designers, builders, anyone who is interested in building better buildings, and particularly around air tightness and uh, and building physics. He's a fantastic trainer and an absolute wealth of knowledge, not only for the Proclima products, but also building science in general. I caught up with uh, Luda and he was explaining to me uh, his own journey of how he first learned about air tightness and passive house and his experience as a gazella. So gazella is when you finished your education. Yeah. This is a German structure and I loved this. I loved this a lot. Yeah. Um, and these times I came a lot in contact with, the first time in contact with air tightness and insulation materials. Yeah. We worked, a, uh, we built a lot of um, houses in the area around Hamburg, which was right. responding these days. And they were new built houses in the end of the 90s. We had high energy standards in Germany. Yeah. All houses needed to be airtight. And so I learned a lot about this. Um, after two years, then we had in Germany a big crisis in the building scenery. Yeah. So a lot of people got unemployed, and for me as a young man was the decision what to do. Yeah. And I decided then to do my studies as civil engineers. Wow. And, and during to my, to my education as a, as a carpenter, I got the focus on timber constructions. Going back to your education uh, as a Zimmerman, yeah. and then what was the next one? Gazelle. Gazelle. Yeah. <laughs> what did that look like? Was it on building sites or was it doing, was it in a classroom? No, it's, it's both. Yeah. So you are searching a company. Yeah. With them you make the education contact. Yeah. And then you have, you are working on site yeah. and you have the education in school. Uh, in normal school you sit on a table as you know it. Yeah. And uh, then besides this you had the practical school. Right. Where you learn how to cut, how to calculate the roofs, to cut the rafters, pre-cut it, and um, the the alleys, the dormers, everything. And how long is that process? It was the first, so you do the um, education for three years. The first years you're nearly the whole time in school, only in the holiday seasons for six or eight weeks you're working on site, and then it gets less and less. I think the second and the third year was one day a week you've been in school, and then always every six weeks for two weeks in the um, in the practical school. Right. Yeah. And that's still not... Then there's what, journeyman and uh, master? Is that part of that hierarchy as well, or is that separate? 
uh, the master education with yeah, my like son. a master builder the master builder is something is more practical yeah so you got the uh, you got the education then you are geselle yeah then you have to work for a couple of years i think yeah. two three four depends which profession you have and then you are allowed to become meister you say right. meister master meister. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so that could be a what a five or six year long journey or a lot longer maybe yes you can do the meister in the evenings You work right. normally and do in the evenings, or you go for approximately one year to school, full-time school. And that's still uh, established. That's still what people, if people want to be a builder and and become um, a good builder in Germany, they would they would go down that path. Yeah, the the um, the Meister education has a very high. Um, the people like it. Yeah. Because when you're a Meister, you are proven that you are good what yeah. you're doing. Um, according to the European Union and the European laws, they have to balance it between the different countries. And so it's not as necessary as it has been before to be a master, unfortunately. Right, right. Yeah. right. But you chose a different path, went, right. went to engineering yeah. uh, and chose timber structural engineering. Yeah. Um, what, and, and so that was back to, back to the classroom. Back to the classroom, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you also mentioned that y you were doing air tightness already. So was was that part of your training uh, as a as a builder, as a carpenter? You knew about air tightness already. So when you are in the education as a carpenter, you learn these days not a lot about air tightness. Right. You learn a lot of calculating masses. How much tile do I need? How much timber do I need? Um, how can I cut it the roof? So it's very based on the things you have to do to build timber. You're not learning how to build in insulation, how to build air tightness. Right. This was everything I learned on site. Yeah. Um, it was around, I guess, 1999, and all my people I learned from on site, they knew about air tightness, but they told me this times, don't build so tight. We have these damages because we build so tight. A, right. a, um, a component has to breathe and all this stuff I hear everywhere in the world, all yeah. these wrong things. Yeah. And I remember it so well from these days. But you didn't know it was wrong at the time, did you? Sorry? Did you know that it was wrong then? No. No, because that was what the... Because it was the oldest experience people tell you, and yeah. you know, okay, why not? But when he says do it this way, in the ending, um, you had no chance to do it differently. Right. Yeah. But it depends. I, I had the opportunity to, to learn in two companies, because one company got bankrupted, <laughs> not, not, not my fault, yeah. <laughs> but they got bankrupted after two years, and so I switched to another one where we built these new houses, uh -huh. and they were completely different, but only because uh, builder supervisors who yeah. control the build yeah. buildings, they want to see every step, they, want, they came when we installed the insulation, yeah. they wanted to see that it's nicely installed, no gaps inside, and this was one control step they've done, and then the second time they came after we installed the air tightness layer. Right. And so, in the second company I learned how to do it really, they used better materials, so mm -hmm. brand, uh, a good brand, a good brand, yeah? Yep. In the first company we only used the cheapest stuff. Right. PE sheets and the cheapest tapes and so they are, it depends always on the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and was that a requirement at that time uh, to do an air tightness uh, layer or yeah, and, sure. and an air tightness test? We have since the year of 1995, it is a law to build airtight. Right. With a what target? I think it was 3.0 these days. Right. And, and 50, is, yeah. And is that, what is it now? 
in um, I think it is down to one because you have to when you build a new build house you have to think about the air quality yeah. and then you have to, uh, to to install a control ventilation system yeah. and most of them require an N50 value of 1.0 I think in the legislation is now standing 1.5 or something right, yeah, right. But, but quite high and then when did you first learn about Proclima? First about Proclima, it was uh, during my studies I made um, a practical, um, you, you have to do a practical part, three months with yeah. a company and I was in a company in Flensburg, north of Germany and this is the only one who produced in Germany ZIP systems. Right. ZIP systems and um, because it was in the north, between the two Baltic Sea and the North Sea, we were very active in building houseboats. Floating, oh, right. floating homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then we had this issue with these floating homes. Um, they, they put it in this metal. How do you call it? A flashing. The metal. No, it was it was like a boat, and then we put in the boat. We oh, put, we put so the, like a barge. Yeah, something with a and house so, on. So we had to thought about the um, about the protection of the timber. Yep. And during this, I got in contact with a researcher, Norman. Norman was his name from the University of Munich. Yeah. And um, with the talk to him, I came to the company Proclima. Right. And uh, luckily or coincidentally, I read this uh, timber construction um, magazine. Yep. And they were searching then the assistant for Lotamol, who is the owner of Proclima. Yeah. And I thought, wow, interesting. I applied and I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what was that 20 years ago? 16. Or 17. Right. 2006 I started. I started in March 2006 right. as, uh, to support Lothar Moll in his work because yeah. Proclima this day was, the Intello was invented. Yeah. So it was just new in the market. This, the second Intello, or, or with the product from Isoware, the second product who was allowed to be a moisture variable, intelligent, with very little SD value. Was that the paper-based? No, it one, was. Was, it it was, was the it? Intello. The paper-based was the DB+. It was the first intelligent membrane. Yeah. This is existing since the middle of the 90s. Oh, okay. But it was a paper-based product, very ecological. And for this product, the interest in the market was reduced on special people who right. are thinking in ecological. Yeah. And the Intello was, from the performance, clearly higher. Yeah. And it was a product, a high-performance product, which got attention from the market right. these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has the biggest variability from the uh, SD value 0.25 meters in summer and 20 meters in winter. Yeah. It was um, at these days uh, unbelievable good, uh, still an unbelievable, an unbelievable good product. Yeah. But these days it was a revolution. And was, um, was there a big market for it at that time? Did people know? No, yes and no. Right. Um, so the existing product these day had problems when with high air humidities. It yeah. opens too too fast, and so right. when you have a new built house and you have plast and screed and everything, and you have winter high air humidities on the inside, the existing products open too fast, and we had moisture damages inside. The Intello is different, right. so it was developed that it's not that it's op- that the opening curve is respecting these humidities, and yep. we don't have those problems, and so. Of course, every company who does not have an intelligent membrane uses this as an argument against it. That it's too open. Yeah, it's too open, but it's right. not. It, it was not for Intello, and so we had to convince people. Who did you have to convince? Because that's quite Everybody. a hard story to tell. Yeah. The homeowner doesn't want to know about how vapor permeable the membrane is, do they? Um, 
if a homeowner knows about this problem, they were easy to convince. Sure. But the thinking in these days, because all the uh, all the modeling of the um, of the components has done with the Glather method. Yep. And the Glather method is is a good one, a good approach. But it's so. This is the hydrothermal modeling. Modeling no. the Glather is this different. Glather is is very simple. You you have two climate situation, winter right. and summer. Yep. And then you calculate with you, you think that it is complete airtight, so no convection yeah. is, is is respected, and so they only calculate how much diffusion is going into the construction in winter, how much right. moisture by diffusion, and how much moisture can dry out. Yep. And if more moisture can dry out than come in, then according to the standard, it was okay. Right. But when you take a look, uh, and, and these days, very, it was the thinking: the tighter the construction on the inside is, is yeah. the better because the less amount of moisture comes in by diffusion. Right. And so, when, as an example, in a flat roof, when it's by, when it comes in by diffusion, five grams in winter and six grams can dry out. Yeah. It was a valid construction. Yeah. But you only had a security level of one gram. Right. And, and at this point, you have a small damage inside, and you have convection. The whole component is very. Uh, they was very fast destroyed right? because you right. have no securities inside. Or if you have built moist wood or if it's raining through the building time and you have more moisture in the components expected, it's getting uh, too much moisture in and then over the years this construction got destroyed. So that difference between what was coming in and what was going out, the, the buffer wasn't, was not big too, enough? Too little, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so Intello changed that? Intello changed it, yes. Yeah. And... So did people understand that story though? Was that was that something that you could explain easily to a builder or to a homeowner? And you know, it's it's like everywhere in the world. It depends if the people are open or not. Right. We had people who say yes, we have a problem. Clear. This is this is a solution. Others says it's not working. How long is it working? You have people who are progressive and people yeah. who are conservative. Right. But um, so it was. So we improved year by year by year by year. We made a lot of trainings, lecturing, um, and says, come on, people, you need this security level. And even if you do not need it, be happy that you have it in case something unexpected happened. And um, so our customers have always been more consciousness about what they are doing, um, about good constructions, durable constructions, highly insulated constructions. And this is how it started. And education is a big part of your role today? Yes, it has always been. Yeah. So um, we've, we've, we have a new training center where we invite people. Yeah. We are very active with doing now the new online training approaches. Yeah. Um, we are doing a lot of seminars in our merchants. So yeah. we sell in Germany through merchants and then they invite their customers. We go there, teach them. We go to the schools, uh, to the education schools for carpenters, for roofers yeah. to explain it. Um, Everywhere where we are allowed to speak, we speak. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. And are you always saying the same message? Like if you're talking to designers and architects, are you saying the same as what you're talking when you're talking to uh, mainly, yes. carpenters? Mainly, yes. So um, it is unbelievable. So 
we were always used to, to, to bring the problem close to the, to the people. We use uh, research done by the Fraunhofer Institute in Stuttgart yeah. where they compare a component with perfect air tightness, one square meter and, and another component where they entered a one millimeter gap in the air tightness layer. Yep. And it shows clearly how much energy they need more yeah. to heat it, uh, to, to keep the temperature difference inside, outside stable and they all also show how much moisture can, yeah. can come in. And moisture it's 1,600 times more compared to an airtightness construction. Yeah. And I do this training for 16 years now, but the most convincing um, point in, the, in this construction to, to, to point out the problem is, this, is still this experiment, right. even if it's 20 years old. Right. Yeah. And it's everywhere in the world. So does that mean getting people... Um, using the products and then experiencing uh, the, the result. Right. So it's, it's first to, to show them what's happened if you are not um, working really airtight. That small right. leakages can cause a big damage. Even yeah. if you have a good blower door value, maybe of 2 or 1.5 or whatever, yeah. it doesn't mean that you can have maybe a leakage in, a, in, in one area, which is enough uh, which is big enough to, 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 to cause the damage. Yeah, yeah. And for us, it's first important to make the people understand that uh, most of the calculation methods or the calculation methods that's mainly used yeah. is based on the fact that the house is built perfect, that you have no sure. moisture, no damages, no rain, no bad education people, no <laughs> building built in moisture, no nothing. Which never happens. It never happens. Right. It's, right. it's exactly, and you, and and the the risky thing is you never know how much moisture do I build in, and so our yeah. approach has all has, has always been, okay, we try to, to how do you call it to recommend components where you have the highest drying back pos um, drying back potential possible. Yeah. Because the higher it is, um, the higher is the security. Yeah. And the less yeah, so is the risk. buffer is, right. is a lot bigger. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like an airbag. Yeah. yeah what, 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 we, what, what I say, or an ABS system. Yeah. I, I explain it always like this. In, um, you buy a car, and you buy an ABS system, an airbag, whatever. And yeah. you're not buying it because you say, okay, in two years I want to make a crash. Yeah. You're it's always a, having it in case you come in a dangerous situation that you have the possibility to avoid um, an accident or to right. avoid that you get in, in, in injured. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I mean, everybody who's driving a car has a situation you're not... You always know if it's raining. Don't drive fast. If it's yeah. uh, or or do not drive faster than it's allowed to, yeah. and do not play on your cell phone or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. everybody comes in a situation where he's not hundred percent concentrated. Yeah. And I myself, I had situation where I was very happy to have an ABS system. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it. we don't do that for our houses uh, unless we need to. And that's and yeah, of course. Now it's 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 changing now. So. Uh, in Germany, we have the law that they say if um, every component needs to have a certain drying out capacity. Yeah, right. And you can achieve it to the outside or yeah. to the inside or on both sides, then you have the best uh, security. And so it's changing because they learned. They learned hard because of the damages they, they found. Yeah. But it's not just the individual components, it's the system, right? You've got to have the, the wall has got to work well right, right. as a complete uh, but when system. I, when I talk about component, I mean the whole structure. Inside right, finish, right. air tightness layer, insulation, yeah, yeah, yeah. exterior finish. Yeah. This is maybe the wrong word, but this yeah. is what I mean when I talk yeah. about components. Um, so that's 
air tightness and Intello. Was that was that the beginning of for, for Proclima? Were they were they doing weather tightness as well for, at that stage? For, yeah, no, Proclima. The development was it's a coincidental development. Yeah. So Lothar Mall, the owner, started with ecological material, uh, yeah. ecological building materials because he yeah. wanted to change the structure of building houses in Germany. Yeah. Um, and with this, he got in contact with, with with timber constructions, of course. Then he started with insulation material. He was importing cork. Oh yeah, cork yeah. as well from Morocco. Yeah. And then he started very early with blown-in cellulose. Yeah. And uh, because he's an engineer, yeah, uh, he always wants to find the best solution. And so he developed in, in combination with this blown-in uh, cellulose material, he developed the first convection uh, stoppers on paper-based material yep. um, the DB plus yeah was the DB plus was invented in 1989 it's paper-based the first intelligent membrane in the world yeah and um, yeah then he found out wow air tightness is something I, I liked and, and it's changing a lot and we yeah. can do better and so he focused only on air tightness sold his merchant uh, shop right and then he concentrated on air tightness and of course then you need a uh, a brand, and yep. the brand Proclima was then developed in the year 1994. Yeah, and since this day, they worked for air tightness first with ecological people. Yeah, um, but then it becomes bigger, and we had this knowledge, and um, yeah, the system was enlarged and enlarged. We uh, we started with tapes, we started with the Solitex, with the T triple E technology, monolithic membranes since the end of the 90s so very yeah. progressive these days and then in the beginning of 2000 Intello yeah. and um, then 2006 I arrived and then we focused a lot on export markets Yeah. and so the story begins Yeah. and now, and now you've got a big big catalogue Right. Do you know how many products are in there? We have um, and we have more than three hundred articles. Yeah, uh, for different markets, different climates, different situations, so different yeah. customers, and um, this is something where we are very focused on to have the highest quality. Yeah, and solutions where other companies says, "Oh, you cannot make money with it." So we say, right. okay, that doesn't. For us, it's not important if we sell now hundred thousands of a products or if we just have a solution for a couple of hundred sites a year. This right. Is, this so is you got for some us. niche products in there right. as well. Some and very we specialized. A, a lot of products where you normally, if you go it from the um, how do you call it, Kaufmann business side, you would say it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, for us, it's it's um, yeah. For us, it's always the motivation to build better houses. Yeah. And this is it. Yeah. And there's quite a lot of work still to do, still uh, sure. just 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 getting started. Yeah, it's, it depends <laughs> where you are. In Germany, we are, of course, air tightness is, is a commodity product. You say commodity yeah, product, yeah, so yeah. you have to do it. And, yeah. And um, but still, you have here improvements when you have new um, building way of building houses. The CLT yeah. thing is quite new. And, yeah. We've also got some great products for retro, re, retrofits and renovations, Ret, ret, which is exactly. sort of the next frontier of fixing all the existing buildings. Right. So um, houses which are built in the 90s, they are from the energy standard very weak yeah. compared to today. Yeah. And um, there are strict laws. When you retile your roof, you have to insulate it. Yeah. When you have a multifamily house and you rent it out to other families, you have to do certain improvements of the energy standards. Yeah. 
and there are a lot of questions about connections, about durability, right. about safety, yeah. and this is everything part of our thinking. How can we realize the component, the structure, yeah, yeah, not yeah. to last for only five years until you're out of the warranty, but to make it last for the next 30 and 50 yeah, years? Yeah, yeah. Because when you, it's like when you've built a passive house 25 years ago. Yeah. Nowadays, you should not um, refurbish the insulation. No, and you don't want to have to be redoing your air tightness. Right, layer and the same is when you now insulate a roof with 30 centimeters insulation, yeah, or whatever, and you maybe 15 years, uh, 20 years ago, on the inside you want to have something different. Yeah, yeah. You just have to remove the interior finish, and uh, and so you do not have to change the air tightness. Yeah, and this is um, of course for us important to reduce in the waste when you when you redo it. Yeah. Yeah. and keep the product as long as possible in the house, in the construction. Yeah. 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 No, very good. Hey, well, thank you. for uh, Thanks for your time today. It's good yeah. to see you here again. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, yeah, look forward to another, another 16 years. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> so we have a lot of work to do, and we have wonderful people who, who are working in the same uh, direction as we do, better yeah. houses. We have like a worldwide team with friends and, and, and partners, and this yeah. is really fun.